there's a secret to this, and I'll let you into that secret now about crushing paper. What happens usually when you crush paper is you try to make one colour work harder than it should do. For instance, you get the, the whites and the ivory and so on, all of that on, uh, and then you... Hello and welcome to episode 98 of Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Oh, we're getting closer. I know. I, you know what, Steve? I'm getting quite excited now. Are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I know. Why is I, this such a big deal to us? I don't know. I, well, it's not just a deal for us. It's, it's, uh, we've had a couple of people. And uh, it was Jonathan, I think, what said to us the other day. Um, are you going to do something special for your hundredth one? Oh yes. So I think people, it's in people's mind that uh, it's like a milestone, isn't it? To think a hundred, one hundred. Who's been listening from the beginning as well? We've oh, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot out there that have been listening. Listened from the first yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. All the way to a hundred. And we're not stopping there. I mean, we're not like oh, no. we're not reaching a climax. This is not what we're talking about because it's our last one. I'm looking forward to the thousands one. <laughs> If I live that long, <laughs> if I live that long, <laughs> blimey, that's a yeah, that's a hell of a milestone. No, I think what what would be two fifty, wouldn't it? That would be the next one. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah two fifty. Two fifty. We'd have oh, to. That's a long way to go. That's a lot of. That's a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd could listen to us for that long. <laughs> oh, good, good. So you're all right. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Well, um, I thought this week we'd kind of carry on a trend that we've done the last couple of weeks. We're on the final straight of going towards mm. our hundredth now. Mm. So each week, I think we might tackle something different. So we tackled your workshops last week. Mm-hmm. And this week, I thought we'd talk specifically on a subject. Um, and we had a, a question come in, uh, which links nicely to what we were talking about last week. At the workshops, you used to do various subjects, but you used to do portraits towards the end. But you mm. shied away from them because I they did, were quite yeah. hard, weren't oh, they, yeah. you said? Yeah. Um, which they are, and people do struggle with portraits. Well, Aaliyah has sent in a question, uh, and she says here, well, it's more advice that she needs. She says, I finally finished the Victorian girls' painting and uploaded it to the forum. It was quite challenging. I sure did learn a lot. Having completed it has increased my confidence to try and strike out of my own by attempting to do a painting of my daughter-in-law's grandmother. Okay, so firstly, it's, that comes back to the idea of trying mm. different things. Mm. You know, Ali has tried mm. this and it's increased her confidence because we spoke about that a few podcasts ago, didn't That's we? Right. That's about right. going out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Um, so she's, uh, she says, however, I am a realist and I know uh, the la- I lack the knowledge in making proper colour choices and understanding the order of application. Therefore, I'd appreciate your input input regarding both uh p.s thank you for the kind words regarding my portrait work in the increasing your confidence podcast oh well you're very welcome Elliot. Mm, mm. um so we talk about uh, portraits in a, in a bit and this probably links in with that but um she's worried about making the proper color choices yeah. and understanding the order of this is the applying. Most, most difficult thing anyway uh, it doesn't matter what subjects you're doing the color choices are the hardest you have to you, you think about it, you've got a picture in front of you, a reference picture in front of you, and all you see is brown hair, uh, fair skin, you know, um, red lips. That's all you see, and blue eyes maybe. That's all you see now. You can't just, if you just put um, brown blue, on the brown. hair. Blue, <laughs> brown. 
pink on the face, you'd have oh, a funny looking character. If only it was that simple. <laughs> so you have to look at that uh, as the, uh, and then break it down, start breaking it down. Now, one of the biggest problems is people expect me to be able to give a whole list of colours that they're going to need. I don't do that even with my own work. What I do, and I tell you people now what I actually do, I go through my pencil range and I pick out colours I think I may use. And then I usually have about, I mean, if it was a portrait, it would be more. We're looking at uh, at least 30 pencils I would have laid out. Wow. Now, I wouldn't use them all, but these are the ones more likely. Then I have a reserve stock of ones I might use. Now, this might confuse people. It doesn't confuse me because I've, I've got a method in my madness. I have colours that I might use. Now, almost certainly with my experience, I would have the colours that I would need for, for the portrait. All the colours. I mean, you've got stock colours, like white. You're going to have black. Yeah, you're going to you'll have. have those in stock. All of those, you, you, you pick out those to start with. Ivory almost certainly would, would appear. So uh, all of these colours are okay. But then you've got the obscure colours. And then you've got colours, once you get into starting the hair or the face or whatever, and then you're looking at your reference pitch and you think, hang on, there's something missing here. What am I not doing? What am I seeing? Now, in my case... It's a little message that flies into my head. Now, this doesn't happen with uh, an amateur artist. It won't happen. You haven't got the experience. But when you've got the experience, it's a little message that comes in your head. You need this one. You need that. You need that. And I know my colour numbers as well. But even with all of that, I still, and some, sometimes you'll see it when I'm doing a, a picture, as I don't cut them, I, 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 what you see is what you get. If I haven't got a colour, oh, I need a colour, and I then have to rummage around in the in jars for a colour. Sometimes I stop the video and look and find it. <laughs> a or, pretty or long if video. I can find it, it quickly, uh, I, I put it in. And so even with that, you cannot predict colours like that. And it's wrong to, because you're, if, let's say, I did do that. Say I looked, and, oh, yeah, I can see I got that and I got that. Yeah, that's okay. I've got all the colours. I know exactly what I'm going to use now for all the colours, and I stuck to them, I could go dramatically wrong because I've kind of preempted what I should be doing, mm. and that's dangerous ground. What I do is I know what colour I'm going to start with. I usually know what colour I'm going to then add on top of that. Then I then use my instinctive reaction to something like... No, you need a bit of grey. You've got to see how it looks as well. Exactly. You never know when you start putting these colours together. So you're looking at the you're looking at the picture for one thing. Let's do for skin tones because that's the most difficult of all things. You look at the skin tones that you're looking at. You start with white, maybe, and you put a bit of ivory on, and you put a little bit of um, uh, usually a little grey goes into it. Some the mix somewhere. Then you've got to start thinking now. Do I want one eight six or do I want one eight seven? Usually I reach for one. And what are those two colours? One eight seven is the is the burnt is the burnt. Oh God, you got me there, mate. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't remember offhand. Oh, anyway, get out your colour charts, listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in I'm in a different I'm I'm in a different mode at the moment. In, yeah, number mode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but one eight seven people know one eight seven anyway, and I usually sort of reach for that. But that 
if I'm not careful, could make it too orangey. So I've got to be careful. So then I've got to counterbalance that orange with maybe 182, which is the, the brown ochre. I've got to balance it. And then it's a balancing job then to get it absolutely right. It's like a that, scale and you're tipping it one way or another. You tip it one way or the other, yes. And then you've got the pinks to worry about. You've got the pink to use, 132, 131, 190, 189. All of these colours are there for you. Use the wrong one. And, and it's you're right. gone. I've just done recently a picture, which I'm not going to mention because Steve won't let me. I've just done a picture <laughs> of a, an animal and the tongue. I looked at the tongue and I used a colour I'd never use or very, very, very rarely used because I started with pinks, the usual white pinks and so on. And then I thought, hang on. I, I reached for my 190, which I usually use for in a situation like this. I thought, that's the wrong colour. It's not the right colour. So then I eventually run, use, I think it's 127, I use, and it's quite a rare colour, very rarely I use it, it looks absolutely fantastic on the finished picture. Now there's no way I could have predicted You wouldn't that know that when until I you started, yeah. So that, that proves as an example to you of how dodgy all of this is. Now, this has put people off portraits for life. I'm never going to do them again. Because, but, <laughs> but you can see what I'm looking at. This is what I'm looking at. Now, people are very lucky here. The two children we know have been very successful. People have done brilliant they jobs have been, I, I'm absolutely gobsmacked. And the Renoir was good. And, and uh, you know, when you, we do The Man later on, when that comes out, that's going to be good too. People are going to find it because I've given them all the colours. Yeah. I've given them all the instruction all the help. They couldn't have any more help than I'd given them. Yeah. When you branch out on your own, though, you're completely on your own. Now, you've got to make all those decisions for yourself, all the ones I'm making. So you see where the problem lies. Now, it doesn't mean to say that people shouldn't try it. I think it's very important that they do have a go. But they must be prepared, if they do that, to fail. Now, in a situation like this with Aaliyah, we have a, a unique situation. You want to do a daughter-in-law's grandmother. Yeah. Right? Now, this is a very personal thing. Yeah. Can you imagine... There's a lot of the pressure. pressure that will be on her when it starts to go wrong, as it will, I'm afraid. Because not only did she have that problem, she had a dull picture. <clears throat> the picture was taken in the 1950s. And you know what happens with photographs. It's a very, she's a very attractive lady, and I can understand why uh, Leah wanted to do it. But it had faded. It had, it had gone dull. And she, she wanted then to change all the colours. Now, it's bad enough that you've got a faded having photograph. a picture where you have to find the colours. But to have a picture and you want to change all those colours, you're completely isolated and on your own. Mm. And it would have been a disaster. And then look at the pressure. Now, do you want to put yourself through all of that? And the answer is no, you don't. Definitely don't want to do that. In fact, I think commission work, and I think our listeners out there are very brave when they take on commission work generally because they're doing it for somebody. Mm. And I know that people are looking at them saying, well, you know, they are an amateur artist, so <clears throat> I can't expect a professional result. And usually the reaction we get from people who have given a painting of a, their dog, cat, whatever, to the uh, recipient, they say, absolutely thrilled to bits with it. And quite rightly too. But a portrait is a different kettle of fish altogether. Yeah. You've got to get... There's an immediate pressure of getting it right because right. of making it a likeness. And that's right. 
How hard is that? Yeah. Very, very hard. So this is the problems we have with portrait work. But people should, what they should do is we're going to do more. There will be more portraits. Keep doing them from me. Get as much experience as you can. The other thing is I would uh, do obscure people too. Don't do people that you know because people that you know... Um, <clears throat> you've got a, you've got an immediate problem. You've got to make them look like that. Yeah. But if you've got somebody from the internet, you know, there's plenty of pictures on the internet. Pull someone from that. Doesn't matter if you change their eyes or their <laughs> nose or whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they'll never they're know. Not object. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, it, so yeah. This is that's a good, would, this good bit of advice. I think it is. It's 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 a warning that portrait work is the hardest to, to do. Whenever <laughs> I'm just trying to think back, you know. We were talking about workshops last week and uh, the class is doing it and we had 14 people doing uh, a, a picture. <laughs> Some see where this is going. i tell you what, folks. <laughs> um, it was very interesting. hard to walk around there and keep a straight face. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I think people can uh, uh, so, yeah, you know, put understand the that. in their own head there. Yeah. But... I mean, I was. I used to say, "Oh, that's really good. You made a good job of that. You made." A good... <clears throat> what I used to say, of course, if I if I came along and say this particular portrait had rather a large nose, which shouldn't have had a large nose, what I would say is, "You made a good job of those eyes." <laughs> oh, that chin! Oh, really good. <laughs> no, I mean. You, I shouldn't laugh about it. It's very wrong and very rude of me to laugh about it. But you can imagine. I think people was, would appreciate. That. Yeah. Oh, you can see why it'd be funny. Yeah. 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 And I used to make. I used to make light of it. I mean, there were. I think I may have mentioned this to you. Uh, one of my workshops at Flatford Mill, uh, the lady said to me, uh, "I think I've made a boob here, Colin. We were doing a, an owl and uh, the, the eye." Yeah. And she said. I think I've made a bit of a mistake here. Anyway, I looked at it. It was absolutely... Well, I think you said everybody you mentioned laughed. This. I think you, you did mention this before. And she was very nice about it. She realised she'd made a real cock-up and, and it really looked awful. Oh, no. And I said, well, would you mind, because I used to ask, would you mind if I took that back to the television, put it under and the... And showed it. Under the, show it, but show how to put it right. And she said, no, of course not. And she laughed. Everybody was laughing. It was, it was a jovial. I made it a light-hearted. Yeah, of course. Which it would be. Yeah. And she benefited because I put the eye right. I put the eye right. So she went home but you showed with that owl and, uh, you know, said, said to all said, friends, oh, oh, look, wow, yes. what a beautiful eye you've done. Yeah. She didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. But you see what I mean? So uh, it, it's, it's a good is, learning curve. Good oh, learning curve. Absolutely. And portraits, you probably learn the most. Mm. Well, we're finding now, Steve, that the, uh, the blogs are really successful. People are seeing there a kind of thing that we used to, I used to get in a workshop. I used to have, you know, and you say, well, you need to do this. The difference is I can't do it. They've got to do it themselves. Yeah. In a way, that's better. Yeah. I can point it out to them and say, this is where you're going wrong. And then they put it right. And we know that it does. The picture of that bulldog recently. The difference was huge, was wasn't it? Absolutely. Uh, and people will remember that. that. The bulldog was on the blog. Yeah. And uh, Brenda then took it back, did it. Mm. And, uh, and, and we've just named another blog, haven't we, of it? Yeah. The difference is amazing. So it works. So going back to portraits then, there's obviously uh, almost a set of guides of starting out with the base colours with like whites and ivories and the things, the colours that you need to start off mm. with. Mm. And then it's, and then it just, like you said, it's just going to have to come to you what yes. you need more of. Yes. Um, 
but there's lots of uh, examples just sort of saying to, you know people out there going oh i still don't know where i would start yeah. um there's the workshop packs which you know listed the colors and the techniques and the build-up obviously in, in the written form if you're not a member but i do recommend them too. yeah they're good reference reference sheets to have almost aren't they, they? Are. Of, yeah. of where to start with your skin tones and the hair yeah. um we had someone that asked about blonde hair doing blonde hair right. mm-hmm. uh, and the contrast with the blonde hair and the fair skin. Mm. Um, because obviously I would assume with the fair skin, there's less colors uh, that go on top of, mm. you know, uh, it's not as a, much of a build up. That's right. Um, same with the blonde hair. Mm. Um, but like, we'll talk about that in a minute, but there's a blonde hair exercise sheet. There's 99p exercise sheets. Just anyone out there that, that wants to know a mm. specific um, thing. Uh, and that would be good, you know, to have on your, on your, workshop table of just saying oh, okay what colors for blonde hair it's mm. that that and that you know absolutely it's a lot of information out there yeah um yeah. so how would you do fair skin really fair skin if you've got a really fair hair blonde person well you've got a you've got a it, it the relationship between the two is is you're using the same colors you'd use the same colors that you used in the hair in the skin right so if you're if you're starting with you would start with probably white for the highlight and then ivory and then you start bringing your ochres in, 182, 183. Uh, you probably, even though it's blonde, you probably would still want the 187s and the, those colours. Uh, now, those are the same colours you could use for the skin, but you, you would put them on top of your, your whites, your ivories. ivories and so on, and your greys. wouldn't really have a problem as long as you linked. You've got to link. Every picture I do, very often I say to people, I've used it here, so I'm going to use it here. And, a, and the same colour is used. So you have a, a, a universal colour. Often I, put, I, I introduce a colour halfway down a picture. And then I go back over the rest of the and picture and put it in it. again. Yeah, because okay, it yeah. works. It, you can't just have it in one isolated case. Yeah. Uh, it's so, an overall tone. Yeah, it's exactly the same with portraits. Generally speaking, I mean, you could get a, someone who's very tanned. You could get a... You know, we've got a film star who's got lovely blonde hair. And, and it's very tanned skin. Very tanned skin. So you've got, you know, you're looking at a different set of uh, pencils then. So you've got to... Re- I, I would say that the relationship has got to work in terms of pencils. The pencils have got to work together. You can't have one set of pencils for one and then put another completely different set of tones for another mm. you're going to have a clash otherwise it's like blue eyes i mean people have thought about putting blue in their eye you don't put blue in the eye you put the gray in the eye because people with blue eyes haven't got blue eyes they've got gray eye they've got gray eyes with blue in them yeah it's a blue so tint. you think of that in the same way yeah yeah and, and it's the same with a brown eye you say well i've got a brown eye here you haven't got a brown eye you've got a gray eye it looks brown but it's actually gray because then you put the gray in first then the brown if you put the brown it would go wow no one's got eyes like that it's not real it it wouldn't work like that yeah so once again you see gray keeps coming back to gray gray is a very good color and is there ever a risk of crushing the paper with a portrait or is it the skin because i imagine it's easy to overwork Mm. the skin color there's a secret to this and i'll let you into that secret now about crushing paper what happens usually when you crush paper is you try to make one colour work harder than it should do. For instance, you get the, the whites and the ivory and so on, all of that on, uh, and then you want to make it dark around the, um, around the nose or around the 
top of the eye and you put maybe 187 on, you think, oh, that's not dark enough. I'm going to make it darker. So you press harder. Oh, okay, yeah. Instead, what you should do is say, that's not working. I'll now put 283 on top of it. Gotcha. That's a really good... I'm it surprised is. it's taken us this long to, <laughs> I know, it <laughs> to is. mention that, because that's a but really good this is exactly what you tip. do. You use the colours. I do tell people in the going, you know, one, you, you should never, ever crush paper, because it means that you've overworked it. And you've overworked it because you want one colour to, to work be strong. harder than it should do. That's, that's the secret behind it. Yep. If you want a stronger colour, don't press harder. No, no. Use another colour. Compatible is what will make it stronger. Wow. I mean, when you think about it, Steve, it's logical, isn't it? Now. Now, now, now oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's obvious. <laughs> but I would but never you, have thought You wouldn't that. have thought of it, would you? No, wow. but that's exactly what you do. You, put, you, 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 work, you work your colours like that. This is why you don't see my, me crushing the paper, because mm. I, I know that. I know that. Um, lips are another thing, you see. This is a, another problem with lips. People say, what shall I put on? Shall I put white on first? Oh, yeah, I put white, white all over. White all over, uh, and then now uh, not colours. Oh, I've got to put something else. I, I better put pink. So I put pink all over. Now every time you do, every time you think of a new colour, you put it all over. Put it all over. You don't do that at all. You put white where you want the white to go, and then you use one, three, two. If you're going to use a pink lip, uh, sometimes it's not pink. You think it is, but it maybe isn't. But anyway, you you then use one, three, two in the remaining areas, not white all over, just white in where you want it, and the one, three, two, and, and then you think, okay, now. I need a darker colour, so you'd then use maybe 131 or 189. That would go in the darker parts of that, but leave the lighter parts. So you were then grading, you're starting to grade from white to pink mm. to grey. Mm. And then right in the corner of the mouth, which is usually the area where you, you get the darkest, you would press 189 a bit harder to make it work. It doesn't work like that. You just put on a, then you start, you maybe you'd use a little touch of 190 or. Uh, I would probably use 283 as another colour you could use there. You see what I mean? We're gradually, gradually dropping down the list until eventually you can put a really dark colour in there. It's surprising how many colours go into just doing lips. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing your, your hmm. portrait, uh, Victorian girl portrait that's on the membership site. Yes. And the lips and seeing how you, yes. you do that. Just out of interest, Steve, the other day I was on my iPad and I was uh, looking at some of the pictures on there. And I had the Victorian children up. And uh, I was, I was, the iPad isn't very big. So I thought, well, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll squeeze it. You know? Zoom in, pinch and zoom. Yeah, it's pinch and zoom. And I pinched, and then I went stronger and stronger and stronger until I got to a point where I couldn't, no way could I have seen what I was doing. And I was absolutely spellbound by it. I don't know if anybody's ever done that, but if you've got an iPad, folks, give it a try because there is some wonderful lessons to be learned about building up and what you do and what you don't do. Mm. What you think I've done and I haven't. It looks as though I've put every tiny little hair... The impression, yeah, blow it right up. It's not like that at all. It's actually, you blur it. If you, if you go bigger and bigger and bigger to... As very, big as you can go. Big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. big as you can go, yeah. Uh, you'll be absolutely gobsmacked at how it's... Uh, particularly the lips, that's what brought it to mind. Mm. I looked at the lips. Mm. Wow. It's, it's definitely a wow factor, that is. Yeah. Good. 
Well, it's, that's packed. I'm exhausted from listening. <laughs> but there's some brilliant well, tips in there. It's a, good, it's a good one. We must do this again every now and again. Pick a subject that uh, you like that. That yeah. we can actually go into depth with. I'm sure our listeners would, would love that and would want me to do it. And if you've got subjects out there, folks, that you'd like us to tackle, bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good, good, good idea. Good it? idea, yeah. So send them in to us. Go to our website, colinbradleyart.co.uk. Click the contact page. We'll be flooded with them now with them. We shouldn't have said that, should we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. Keep I want, us going. It's, it's great. I mean, the more we get like that, the more... I mean, there's a lot of knowledge. A lot of things I'd like to say. A lot of things I want to say. And I don't think of them. You're the ones that... We've got a prompt him. Yeah. yeah we've prompt him. We need prompting. That's it. Good. Okay. Well, um, I think that's it for this week. Let's just close it up there. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. For, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.